Hi, class. Let's start the, the, the chapter. This is considered to be one of the easiest chapter, yet the most difficult one to cope with it in life, in a way. It's about uh, the ethics and social responsibilities that we deal with it on a daily basis. Now, as you know, before we start this class, uh, let's go to the learning objective. So in the learning objective, we will explain why obeying the law is one of the first step in behavior ethically, ethically. Ask the three questions to answer when you're faced with a potential unethical action. Describe management rules in setting up ethical standards. What's their role? Distinguish between compliance-based and integrity-based ethical codes, and list the six steps that can be considered when setting up a corporate ethical code. Define corporate social responsibility and compare corporate responsibilities to various stakeholders. And we will discuss the importance of ethical behavior and the social responsibility in a global market. Ethics, um, I've always used this example. It is something within uh, the heart of the people. In other words, uh, the simple ethics which is something is not very complicated. Is you can see it even in the animals. When you give a cat a piece of fat or a meat, the cat will come to you and beside you will eat it. But if the cat steal that piece of meat or the fat, it will run away and eat it very far. So my understanding, even the cat knows what's right and wrong, what's ethical and what's not ethical. So we are, as a human, we should be able to know the basic, what's ethical and what's not ethical. It's a common thing between all the people, uh, many of them, many of these ethical issues. Now, what's an ethic is more than legality. You have to know that. Ethics reflect people proper relation with one another and how people should treat each other. Law are more narrow and are written to protect us from really fraud, thefts, and, and violence. Unethical behavior may sometimes be legal, but still unethical. Um, increasing the price as high as possible without letting the customer that he can find a better product or cheaper product. 
and is putting yourself in a non-fair competition. That could be an ethical in some terms. Now, ethical standards are fundamental. Ethics, it's a standard of moral behavior that is behavior that is accepted by the society as the right versus wrong. Many people practice situational ethic. That's it. What is right is whatever works best for the individual. Each person has to work out for him or herself the difference between the right and wrong. The issue comes in here. The poorer is the society. We notice that uh, the, the behavior of unethical shows up. It's not telling you that the people ethical or not ethical, but once you became the society poorer, then um, we see these behavior comes out. Now, whose fault is that? It's a debatable. Now, basic moral values such as integrity, respect for a human life, self-control, honesty, courage, and self-sacrifice are standards in the most of the cultures. Cheating, coerdics, and cruelly are universally wrong. Now, ask the following three questions when you're facing an ethical dilemma. Is my proposed action legal? Is it balanced? How it will me, make me feel about myself? Stay away from everybody does that and see whether you can do that or not. Managing business ethically and responsibilities. Business should be managed ethically to maintain a good reputation, keep existing customers, attract new customers, avoid a lawsuit, reduce employees turnover, avoid the government intervention, please the customer, employees, and society, and do the right thing. If you notice here, we can bring lots of examples of keeping the good reputation, help you to increase your business, bring in your more customers. Um, avoiding a lawsuit can also do that. So all these can chip in in the growth of your business, but do the right thing is a something that you also need always to keep in mind. Now, I might want to add also, do the right thing and do things right. These are two important issues that you need to take into consideration anyway. So how we setting corporate ethical standard is, uh, it's about ethical standard, corporate ethical standards, it's about compliance-based ethics code. Ethical standard that emphasize preventing unlawful behavior by increasing control and by penalizing wrongdoers. 
integrity-based ethic codes. It's about ethical standards that define the organization guide values or guiding values, create an environment that sports, supports ethically sound behavior and a stress shared accountable among employees. We do have in every organization in the society, we have a country ethicals and a company ethical, ethical issues and a family ethical issues. And they might be, um, I cannot say it's different, but um, it, it is all should work together. Once you violate one, you might end up violating another one, which is could be, if you're violating family ethics, you might be violating the corporate ethic or the country ethics, or if you're violating the country ethics, you might be doing these things too. So there is no dry, draw line once you are um, become unethical. So you need to take that into consideration, very important, that you follow the corporation ethical standards, and these are good for you and good for the company to do a better business, whether in a field of making more money or having better customers or even being responsible to the society. Now, here what we are talking about, you don't, you can, these, the old days or the traditional ones that in the last uh, chapter we said is to be moved from reactive to be a proactive. So there was, might be some stuff that you need to be staying ethical ahead of the others too in the corporation level. It is the code of ethic of Hershey's, our commitment to consumers, our commitment to marketplace, our commitment to stakeholders, and our commitment to a global economy and community. So these are things that Hershey's comes in. You just go over it and see what they are trying to deliver as a message. Now, there is a strategies for ethics management. The ideal is conform the out to outside standards. It's like a laws and regulation. You can just conform them, which is, it is an ideal one and is uh, confirmed to the outside standards and chosen internal standards. Then you have what you call the objective, which is feature of compliance-based ethic code. And then you have features of integrity-based ethics. So compare the both and see what's the difference there. Like in the first one, second one, for, the, for example, the objective is a criminal, uh, avoid criminal misconduct here enable responsible employee conducts. Uh, the leader is probably you need uh, a lawyers manage with the aid of lawyers and others. In the education methods is education reduce employee, uh, employee discretion control and penalties, education, leadership, accountabilities, decision process, control, and penalty. These are two different 
way of looking at it. Uh, I mean, the modern one or the updated one and the, versus the older one, which is the uh, compliance-based ethics code. And then you have the integrity-based ethics code, which is you want to reach to the level of integrity base ethical codes with the employees so they can do really well in, uh, for your goods and for your company's good. So there is six steps to improve the business ethics. The one is starts from the top management. Top management must adopt and unconditionally support the explicit corporate codes of conduct. Top management should not be saying something and doing something. And it is important that you, you know, uh, you see them, they behave according to these code of ethics that they're trying to promote. Also, the employees must understand that expectation for ethical behavior being at the top. So they know that most important is the ethical behavior and not cheating the customer to make more profit. Ethics must be built into the training. So when you provide training for the company and new employees, this is where you start the ethics part, where teaching them and acting accordingly. An ethics office must be set up also. Um, the moralities will be very high if you're gonna put an ethics office. Also the outside, outside stakeholders, like the societies, the customers, must be told about these ethics program. So not only they can see them, they, can be, they should be told, you see Walmart has a website for only ethics. And if they are told but not behave, that's another problem, probably bigger problem. And in a corporation, we should see the ethics code must be enforced also. As we said, there is a country ethics, there is a company ethics, and there is a family ethics. And uh, in one of the cases that have been in it that I wasn't aware of it is the fact we had a business meeting with a top uh, management of a very famous college and they decided to drink alcohol, which is, you know, cocktails and alcohol. I end up paying for it. And when I wanted to bill it, the company refused to bill that to pay me for that which is respected that very much, but I wasn't aware of the, these things. So the, the company's problem was not teaching us what's part of their ethics is that they do not entertain any alcohol in their businesses. Now on the government level or we need, first of all, we need to protect the whistleblowers because whistleblowers, you should not be looking at them at somebody who is really hurting your business, is balancing your business. If you know there is a whistleblower, so you are very much aware and want not to do a wrong thing. People 
Whistleblowers are people who report illegal or unethical behaviors, like the ones who, you know, uh, exposed Tylenol situation, or uh, uh, probably, as you see, the the the, the whistleblowers in the ones um, WikiLeaks uh, is another whistleblower and probably the gentleman who is was in charge of nuclear uh, weapons inspections in the United Nations on Iraq is another whistleblower also. But there is a new essay called Surveillance, Oxley Act or SOX, but there's also, there's now we have in Canada called Sea Surveillance, Oxley Act. And it's basically, it's about, it's a US legislation that established stronger standard to prevent misconduct and ensure the accuracy and, uh, accuracy and reliability of published financial information. It applies to all publicly traded companies. In Canada, we do developing such thing. And it's basically when you are doing an auditing, you know, or you're doing your accounting is usually it's called based on GAAP, general accepting accounting principle does not protect you really from doing some illegal thing as long as you are, you know, applying some, in some cases, applying the general accepting principle. It's this Surveillance Act or Oxley Act, it provides a protect, uh, also protects the whistleblower from any company retaliations. There is no national legislation right now in Canada, but it is, is getting developed that protect all the workers, but there is a sea surveillance. However, some federal and provincial legislation does protect, protect public service workers, like we see the, in, the, in the, the Crown Corporation, especially in the uh, Canada National Railways. Now, there was another thing that we spoke about it earlier, which is a corporate social responsibilities and it's a business concerns for the welfare of society. Now, you know, in the market is not only looking at you, whether you provide the best product and the best service, do you have a social uh, responsibility, a business concerns for the welfare of this society? of the whole planet, of your country, for example. Then you have what you call the corporate philanthropy, which is dimension of social responsibility that include a charitable donation. And you will see companies who donates usually, they do, um, you know, announce these donation. In one case, it was so funny. I watched a video, a report uh, on probably CNN, and there was a trucks of donation is coming in, 
from one border to another country. And they were interviewing one person who was receiving the donation. But his comment was saying, they brought more cameras than the food. It means, you know, everybody is taking picture of me getting a small piece of chunk just to make it, you know, you know. So you want to make sure that these things is a very easy to circle and stick in mind. You don't want to do a too much uh, publicities about your donations uh, or don't over publicize because that might have, uh, you know, but you need to do a fair when you are to make a donation. Now, um, corporate social initiatives, which is include enhanced form of corporate philanthropy that are more directly related to the company's competencies. So you need to be more competent in the, your field of work uh, and, uh, and more responsible, which is, comes in the corporate responsibility, which is include everything from hiring minority worker to make safe products. These are things, is, you know, different thing. And then would you have the corporate policies, which is referred to the position affirm takes on a social and political issues too. These days, it becomes more publicized, very iconized, the, your social and political attitude toward some cases in the world. So what's the concept of social corporate responsibility? So we said here, the corporate social responsibility, now we need to know the concept. There are two different view of the corporate responsibility to the stakeholders. When we talk about stakeholder, anybody who is, has some kind of interest in the company, whether you are a shareholder, whether you are a customer, whether you're a society who works there, whether you are an employee there, they're all stakeholders. So there are two different views of corporate responsibility to the stakeholders. One, what you call a strategic approach, uh, and another is parallelist approach. A strategic approach requires that management's primary orientation be toward the economics interest of the shareholders. The shareholders is the most and the, the economics. The polaristic, polarist approach, which is, you know, for, comes from, from multipolar, recognize the social responsibilities of the management is to optimize the profits, but not at all expenses of the employees, for example, suppliers and members of the community. They should balance these. Your goal is to maximize your profit, but also taking into consideration the other issues like employees and suppliers and whatever should be balanced. Now, companies are responsible to their customers, investors, employees, societies, 
and the environment. In the old days, cust- uh, companies are only interested in to maximize the investor revenue. So here, investors is what you call the insider trade in unethical activity in which insider use a private company information to their own fortunes or those their family only. You are responsible to the investors that do not utilize the goods or the trade that's happening inside the company for your own benefit and maximizing your profit. Now, there is always a social audit. And these days is very transparent, it's getting stronger and stronger. You look at the Facebook, look at the other social networks. They are a social audit country. You know, when is the, you can do a hundred things good, when you do one bad thing, it's get publicized. And you don't want to do that bad, one bad, and 99 is good. You want to keep doing things is right and doing the right things. So the social audit is a systematic evaluation of an organizational progress toward implementing programs that are socially responsible and responsive. You notice lots of wealthy and corporation open, trying to open some kind of an, uh, religious centers. They try to donate to the needy people. They try to build something. It's like what you call a social responsibility and responsiveness. But there is what you call the triple bottom line or TBL or a 3BL or uh, people, planet, and profit. This is a different way of naming it. So it is a framework of measuring and reporting the corporate performance against the economics, the social, and the environment parameters. How well you doing economically? How well you doing socially? How you doing well to the uh, environment? Types of the group that serves as a watchdogs. There is always groups that shows up as a watchdogs on your case in the companies, and we see them on the news a lot sometimes. They are socially conscious investors could be. It could be those people, research organizations, these groups also, environmentalists, we see lots of environmentalists, and we have the unions also, and customers. They are all type of watchdogs. Now, um, go through this, and it's, uh, it's about socially responsible business activities. We will talk more about it in chapter 12, but I, what I need you is to go through this and understand, for example, the support for higher education, the art, and non other poor social agencies, nonprofit social agencies. Read these and understand what's the socially responsible business activity you can do as a corporation. Then what you have a sustainable development. A sustainable development means implementing a process that integrates environment, economics, and social consideration 
into the decision making. And that's what we called here in the previous slide, which is people, planet, profit, or TBL, or triple bottom line, or a TBL. So these are the sustainable development factors. There is what you call the World Commission of Environment and Development, that development should be sustainable for the benefit of a current and a future generation. You cannot consume uh, the whole resources in irresponsible because you need to keep some for the future generation also. Then when we come in into the international ethics, which is very applicable also to the Canadian standard, because we live in a very internationally diverse society, but we that's what makes it more challenging for us. The international ethics and the social responsibilities. Now, if you notice that many companies are demanding socially responsible behavior of international partners and suppliers. These days, they trying to stay away from sweatshops uh, and big companies trying to, you know, make sure uh, even if they are dealing with these kind of companies, they are outsourcing this business and they also get into trouble even with the outsourcing. The other thing that cultural sensitivities are important as what may be considered an ethical uh, or a legal behavior in Canada may be quite acceptable in other countries. So sometimes you need to see that, is it okay to make somebody works at 12 hours in a different countries, it's not okay according to our standards. It's not okay according to the human standards. But if you look at that country it might be okay, acceptable in that society. So here what we're trying to build is in Canada, what you call a fair trade, which is social movement dedicated to making sure that producers in developing countries are paid fairly for the good that we consume and resulting in a more money to their pocket. So the producers, it's not the factory, the people there are paid fairly, we see. And fairly is not what we talk about our standard of salary because the salary here is high because the, everything more expensive, but fairly according to that country. Some companies are being criticized for exploiting workers in a poorer countries. And this is used to happen a lot in the early free trade, sorry, agreement in Canada. So in this chapter, not in Canada, they, you know, when having the free trade, some companies moved outside to get a cheaper access to the cheaper laborers. And that's when they criticize this happening. Here in Canada, we, we have laws or rules to keep the standards uh, life. But in this chapters, what we looked at is the legalities is the only beginning of ethical behaviors. You're not gonna, you know, 
there is rules and there is ethical behavior. You can have something that ethically, ethically and legal, or can be illegal and not ethical. Ask the question, is it legal? Is it balanced? How will we make it me feel about myself? You, there was something in asking, see, then we br I brought you the example of the cat. Management must lead by examples. Two major categories of ethical codes are compliance-based and integrity-based. So you need to look at these two differences. Two major categories of ethical code are, as we said, compliant-based and integrated-based. And there are six steps in setting up a corporate ethics code. The corporate social responsibility is more important to various stakeholders. And we said stakeholders, anybody who's involved, whether they're investors or customers or society. And the business have a responsibility to these stakeholders. Now, business can influence ethical behaviors and the social responsibility in the global market. And we talked about make sure you sign up with a, with a company who pays fairly to the people in that country. And this is end of the chapter. Thank you.